Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is, What Are We Magnifying? What Are We Magnifying? Psalm 34 verse 3 says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. It doesn't say, oh, magnify the problem with me. It says magnify the Lord. That's one of the reasons why we we get together with other believers, because it's in that environment that we magnify, we make God larger in our beliefs in our thinking, in our emotions, than maybe before we got together. We can't make God any bigger, but we can see him bigger. And when we magnify the Lord and when he gets bigger, our problems get smaller. When we magnify the problem, then God gets smaller And the problem gets bigger. It's illustrated in Numbers 13, the story of the 12 spies who go out to the promised land. And two of them, Joshua and Caleb, magnified the Lord. They came back with a good report after 40 days. They said, we are well able to overcome it. Let us go up at once. We can do this. Because when we magnify the Lord, we not only make him bigger, but he, we are bigger in him. We have more confidence in him. But the 10 spies, they magnified the problem. They came back. They said, it's a good land, but there's too many ites there. They listed all the Canaanites, Jebusites, Hittites, and the sons of Anak were there. They kept talking about the problems. They about the challenges. And then they said, we are like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in theirs. Now, we, we magnify the problem, then not only does God get smaller, we get smaller in how we see ourselves. And so my question today is, what are we magnifying? What are we magnifying? Let me tell you seven things, <laughs> seven things that I have magnified at different times and sometimes still magnify them instead of magnifying the Lord. Number one, as we've already mentioned it, is the problems we are experiencing. The problems. We, we, we just magnify it. We keep talking about it. I've been in prayer meetings and where someone is sharing their situation and they just don't share the facts of it. They go into details and my grandma died of this. I've been that dot, dot, this. And, and I hear the, how deep the problem, I, I get, I get talked right into almost unbelief. <laughs> it, so the, the problems, we don't deny the facts of the problems. We need to talk about 
problems. Faith is not denial. Faith is just doesn't stick your head in the sand and say, we don't have any challenges or we're not facing any problems. But we try to avoid continuing to talk about how bad things are. Sometimes outward processors get themselves in trouble. They, they talk too much in trying to process their feelings and they bring on themselves, it's a magnifying of the problem and God gets too small. And sometimes the people who are very designed to help, they want to be compassionate. But then if, if we talk too much about it, then the people who are going to help us are going to move into a lack of hope. And where there's a lack of hope, it's difficult to bring positive influence. So we, we can magnify the problems we're experiencing. Secondly, I can magnify my own abilities, or I'll put it this way. We can magnify our, our abilities and responsibilities above the Lord. Now, certainly we all have responsibilities. Certainly we all, what we do is important. But if we're focused more on what we need to do than what God has done, what Jesus has done, then we've magnified ourselves and we, we have uh, made God's salvation smaller within our lives. The gospel's good news, preaching good news to the poor, liberty to the captives, healing for the brokenhearted, and and so as we, but if we focus on us, and sometimes we in situations that we're facing, whether it's financial, whether it's family, we put too much emphasis on what we're doing. Again, I'm not saying we shouldn't put any emphasis, but the greater emphasis should be a magnifying the Lord, a magnifying his promises, a magnifying his goodness. A third area where I have magnified the something above the Lord is magnifying what the devil is doing. What the devil is doing. And we, certainly we have an enemy. The devil, the Bible is clear about that. It tells us in Ephesians 6 to put on the full armor of God. But if we're talking more about Satan's attack than we are about God's protection, then we're, we're magnifying the devil more than we're magnifying God. We don't fight darkness in our spiritual warfare. We, our focus is to turn on the light. If we find ways to turn on the light in our lives, just like in a, a natural room, you turn on the light Darkness doesn't say, I'm not going. No, it has to go. And some people talk so much about the devil that they have faith for spiritual attack. And as they, they magnify what the devil's doing, then, then what he's doing becomes greater than what God is doing. And then God becomes smaller, less powerful, because we're talking too much about the devil. A fourth area where that we can magnify above magnifying the Lord is 
our past. Our past. You know, just we we recognize that the past can influence the future. We don't discount the past. We talk about generational curses, and I believe Jesus took generational curses on the cross. We are a new creation, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. But certainly there's times where we need to cut off our agreement with tendencies and trends in our family line, maybe our church line, uh, that, that we see. But we cannot focus just on always trying to fix our past. If we're focusing more on trying to fix things from the past than we are magnifying the Lord and who He is and what Jesus has done and the promises that He's released and who He says we are as a new creation. If we're, if we're focusing more on, on the past than what he's done, then God is going to become smaller because we're going to think that there's something in our past that we haven't dealt with. And I appreciate inner healing ministries. I appreciate uh, deliverance. I appreciate people who uh, have a wisdom to say, hey, let's cut off that, that thing. Let's renounce that thing. But sometimes it can create a negative expectation or belief system that there's got to be something I haven't found yet in my past that's blocking what God wants to do in my life. And so let's magnify the Lord and let's deal with the past as God leads, but let's focus more on the Lord and what he has for us in the future. A fifth area where that we can magnify that I certainly have above the Lord, is our apparent disadvantages in life. Now, the victim mindset is rooted in the belief that we are at a disadvantage because of, and then we fill in the blank. So it could be a a poor upbringing. It could be our financial status. It could be our appearance. It could be uh, what's going on in our family. It could be what's going on in our nation. And Again, we don't deny those realities, those facts that are happening, but we we can't be fixated on where we feel we're at a disadvantage because we're all at a disadvantage in some way. We all have something that we could easily say, I'm a victim of that. If that thing wasn't that way, uh, I could live and have breakthrough. And certainly that may seemingly hinder things in the short term. But if we if we focus on that, if we focus on where we feel like we are at that disadvantage, then it makes God smaller and it makes that thing bigger. Number six, something that I've certainly magnified above the Lord is my feelings. I... I feel something, so it's got to be true. <laughs> it's I, I, I feel non-powerful, so that means I'm not powerful. I, I feel unworthy, so that means I am unworthy. I feel, you fill in the blank. I, I, and when we, we, we don't deny our feelings, 
And our feelings are often great sources to, okay, what am I believing that's creating that feeling? And what's the line? What's the truth that's going to bring breakthrough? There is a place where certainly we, we deal with the belief systems creating feelings that are working against us. But ultimately, if we focus just on how we feel and we're magnifying how we feel, then that's going to become bigger than God and God's going to become smaller. And then lastly, something we magnify above the Lord is the faults of others. <laughs> this is a good one. Of magnifying the faults of others around me. We, we become critical. A perfectionistic religious mindset, by the way, creates a critical attitude towards people. And, and, and so often we, we can get in a place where, again, this can kind of tie into victim mindset where we think we're at a disadvantage, but we, we focus on what's wrong. And I know from my own experience that I've focused on what's wrong with others to justify the things wrong in my own life. Well, I, you know, at least I don't do that. We tend to judge other people by their actions and ourselves by our motives. We tend to judge other people by their actions and ourselves by our motives. And so we, we, we magnify what we see wrong with people. We magnify what we see wrong with political leaders. We magnify what we see wrong with the opposite political party of us. We magnify what we see wrong in leadership over us. And it becomes bigger. And the more that we magnify those things, or maybe it's in our home, we magnify the faults of our family members. And as we do that, and we're focused on that, and it's where this perfectionistic thing is on, then what that does is that makes God smaller. God gets smaller in, in our lives because we've magnified something else as, as, as the problem. Wow. What are we magnifying? Let's magnify the Lord instead of problems we are experiencing or our abilities and responsibilities or the devil, the past, our apparent disadvantages in life, our feelings or the faults of others. Well, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I believe I'm talking to magnifiers of the Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. We want on this these Igniting Hope podcasts and everything we do, we want to magnify the Lord. And once we magnify the Lord, we are like Joshua and Caleb's, where we believe we can do anything. <laughs> it's like the, the story I heard of the elephant and the mouse that went across the bridge, and when they got to the other side of the bridge, the mouse said to the elephant, boy, we sure shook that bridge, didn't we? We sure shook that bridge, didn't we? Hey, if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about it? And if you ever want to send us an email to info at ignitinghope.com and just tell us that you're being blessed by these, that would be such an encouragement to us. And we're going to be traveling and be coming up to Bradenton, Florida this weekend, going to be in Iowa City and Merritt Island, Florida in November. My wife, Wendy, is going to be with me. 
in Merritt Island in November. And we're going to be, Wendy and I are going to be in Round Rock, Texas in early December at True Life Church. You can go to our website, ignitinghope.com, and you can find out where we're going to be. And also just, if you're not signed up for our newsletter, you can go to ignitinghope.com and sign up because we got some great things coming up. Those of you who love Wendy, we've got something happening. And by the way, you can sign up for Wendy's Feasting on the Spirit, which is going to be starting here in November, a 28-day online uh, email-driven you're, you're getting uh, her a, a devotional pretty much every every day for 28 days. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. And then in January we're planning on having something powerful with Wendy. That's for those of you who want more of what she is carrying. Hey, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries, and we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And we have the power to help make it so. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is, that our hope level determines our influence level. And he owes the most hope, has the most influence. And I want to remind you, too, that the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> you know, I've never really found a convenient time to walk in radical joy. It's either uh, I'm too tired, I've got disappointments, I've got personal struggles that I wish were different people in my life, difficulties, uh, national situations, joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. No, I need it now. And I love to give just two suggestions of how to increase your joy. One is you increase it through thanksgiving. Psalm 100 says we enter his gates with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a gate, an entry point into many things. And one of them is the joy of the Lord, is walking in joy. Because when we become thankful, when we start focusing on what we do have, and really Thanksgiving is a great way to magnify the Lord, we focus on what we do have rather than focusing on what we think we don't have. It's a gateway to joy. And the other is Psalm 37, verse 4, where it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And the delighter in Psalm 37, verse 4, is delighting with unfulfilled desires. We all have unfulfilled desires. We have things we want to see happen. We're believing for it to happen. We be, believe God said is going to happen that haven't happened yet. And the delighter is delighting in the Lord. It's another way to say, let's magnify the Lord. He's delighting in the Lord with unfulfilled desires. And it's in that delighting, it's one of the keys to see those desires realized because it's part of soul prosperity. Third John 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you be in, you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Soul prosperity is a key to breakthrough. We get inner victory and then we see outer victory. So delighting in the Lord is a key for the joy of the Lord. 
And the delighter, he becomes childlike. Woohoo, Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to do about that. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in this situation. I can't. It breaks off the spirit of heaviness. Faith people who don't value hope often carry a spirit of heaviness on them while they're waiting for what they're believing for to manifest. Hope, faith people with hope are, are del delighters because they say, even if that thing I'm believing for never happens, I'm still going to thrive in life. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, one more thing. We've been doing it, taking five seconds, been modeling how to attach faith to five seconds of prayer. Five seconds of prayer with faith attached is more powerful than 30 minutes with no faith attached to it. And we've been asking you to pray for Igniting Hope Ministries, for Wendy, me, our team, and we've felt it. We've felt it. We've seen it. And it's been such a blessing. It's been such a blessing. So why don't you take five seconds right now and pray for us? Amen, amen. Thank you so much. By the way, and also thank you those who are sowing financially into Igniting Hope. Your gift, today I gave 100 I help them a pastor books to students at the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry who feel a call in the church leadership. And so your gifts help me do things like that, help us do things like that, to sow into revival, to sow into belief systems, to sow into leadership. If you would like to sow into Igniting Hope, you can go to ignitinghope.com and you can find the donate button there. Hey, thanks so much. I look forward to being with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.